Hello, I'm Daniel. I'm a meditation teacher in Kansas City, and this is my podcast, Sharpening the Mind. The teachings in this podcast are free of charge, but of course, if you feel compelled to make a donation, you can do so by clicking the link in the show notes. This talk is called Why Bother Meditating? Why Bother Meditating? I think that this is something we have to remind ourselves why meditation is good and how it helps us. Because the truth is, meditation is challenging. And anyone that tells you it's easy or it can be easy is probably trying to sell you something. I don't trust that. It takes time and energy and determination. And often in life, we feel like we have a shortage of all those things, or at least some combination of those things. It's tempting to avoid meditation. I could meditate, but I'd rather watch Netflix or I'd rather sit and drink beer. These days, it's so easy to fill our time with so many things that are either productive and they, you know, getting stuff done like doing the dishes or doing laundry, or they're pleasurable like watching Netflix or sitting and drinking beer. We're often either filling our time with one or the other. And we always have things to do, things we want to do or things we need to do. So we have to ask ourselves, we have to remind ourselves that it is worth our time to stop and do nothing for a little while. So that's what I want to address. Why should we spend our time meditating? Our time is precious. Our time is limited and we have plenty of things to do. So why should we spend our time meditating? We do this because life is hard and it helps. I think every one of us is a mess. Every one of us is a mess. And we may think that we are and some other people aren't. But the truth is we're wrong. And it's very easy, I think, to get down on ourselves and think, oh, I'm the only person who doesn't have life figured out. And that's wrong. Everyone's a mess. Everyone's a mess. We're confused. We struggle to be happy. And we're distracted. A lot of the time, we're just sleepwalking through life and we're missing everything. We have difficulty being fully present. So what we're talking about is a way we can learn to live our lives more fully. That's what this is about. We're trying to learn how to be more present and aware, to see more clearly, and to be more genuine. There is depth and clarity in our lives that we're missing. And also, another thing I want to address is sometimes we get stuck in an, what I call an if-only perspective. If only this or that was different, then I could finally be happy, or then I could finally rest. And that can steal all our joy. We have a a mental habit of always wanting. I always want more. And we've put ourselves in these chains of sort of grasping what we want and and pushing away what we don't want, and we're making ourselves unhappy. And the truth is, we've forgotten that we, we control that. We have the key to that, those chains. And we also spend a lot of time putting labels on the world around us, putting everything into categories to try to make sense of the world because the world sometimes doesn't make sense. So we have, we label things good, bad, boring, fun. We put things in these categories and then we decide how to react. And sometimes we don't even know we're making judgments and we're just making them. We're just unhappy because I've made a judgment. I didn't even know I was making a judgment that I didn't like this thing, but I did and I'm unhappy. When we call something bad, we want to push it away. And when we call something good, 
we want to hold on as hard as we can. And we always seem to have less power than we'd like to have to push and pull these things. And we can improve our perspective by seeing things clearly. Seeing things clearly. And then one more thing we struggle with is change, of course. Things are always changing and we want them to stay the same. Change is the nature of the universe. And when we learn to pay attention to our minds, we see that there's plenty of change there too. Our thoughts come and go and lead to other thoughts, sometimes so fast that we don't even know how we got from one thought to another. I think we've all had that experience where we're thinking about something. We're like, that's weird. How did I get here? People come and go in our lives too, and good things come and go, and bad things come and go. It's all change. And of course, ultimately, it becomes increasingly clear to us that life is full of change because we're getting older. Our bodies are slowly but surely going to. And change is inevitable, and it can be really hard to accept. So what it all comes down to is this. We carry around a sort of subtle discontent. And sometimes people call this suffering. And I think we could get the wrong idea when we use that word. Because it's not suffering like I'm getting my fingernails pulled. Or it's not suffering like I'm on fire. It is just subtle discontent. It is just... It is just... Life is a little bit... A quiet desperation. And so I think we need another word besides suffering. And I don't know that subtle discontent is that good either. But I want to think of a new one. Because it's not suffering brings to mind like you think life is constant misery. And of course it's not. It's just that we have this undercurrent that we're struggling with. And it doesn't really go away. You know, we find happiness in a delicious bowl of ice cream or an orgasm, but it's fleeting and we come back to discontent. So that's what we're talking about here. So I think suffering is not the right word because when I think of suffering, I think of something really horrible happening all the time. So um, we can learn how to manage this by learning how our minds work and training them. We can learn how to recognize our desires and how to not be controlled by them. We can want something without being becoming unreasonable or obsessed about it. And we can also fear something without becoming unreasonable or obsessed about it. We can have opinions and preferences without having them shape our identities. Through meditation... We can learn how to see how our minds work, and then we can learn how to see ourselves more clearly. And that's really where the magic happens. When we see ourselves clearly, we can really learn how to manage our suffering. Mental cultivation through consistent meditation practice is a powerful method for transforming our relationships to ourselves and to the world. Meditation purifies our minds. It cuts through the baggage and the bullshit and shows us what's really happening. This brings us clarity and helps us to develop wisdom, mindfulness, and compassion. Meditation softens us and opens us up so we can stop making enemies out of every, everything all the time, too. Because that doesn't serve us very well. Meditation can make us deeply aware of the world and our place in it. And it also helps us to sharpen our concentration so we can pay attention, really pay attention, and experience the world in a more full way. Sleepwalking through life is no way to live. 
So why, why meditate? Because I want to live my best life. And I want to see the world in a more clear and full way than I ever have before. We may not be able to add years to our lives, but we can add life to our years. So that's what we're talking about. Just experiencing the world in a more full way, being your best self, living your best life, and meditation can help you do that. I really believe that. So that's why we meditate. Thank you for taking the time to listen to me. Thank you for listening and have a good day.